Welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco, your personal financial quarterback. Whether you've had years of success in your business or are just starting out, DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office can help you create a vision for your business, life, and family and guide you toward the fulfillment of that goal. As they say, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your virtual family office. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. Today we're going to be talking about a lot of people. Good morning, Matt. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Getting a little stir crazy being uh, on all this uh, quarantine stuff. So I know, right? So so now that we're all quarantined, you want to talk about getting a bunch of people together, it sounds like. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so you sent me some notes and it says, uh, you, you told me we're going to be talking about the 15 people you need on your team. Now that's, I mean, we're talking, that's a good full-size baseball team with a little extras there. That's that's true, and uh, it's it, I, I think it's it's interesting because I think when we look at the team, most business owners, I think when they think of the team, they think of their internal team, you know, mm-hmm. their yeah. their office manager, operations person, bookkeeper, uh, their sales team, production team, employees, what whatever that is, and that's really I mean, and that's an important part of the team, and I think it's important to find the right people that fit into a culture of a business. Um, so that that business operates at its highest efficiencies. Mm-hmm. But there's also what I call the external team. And these are this is the vital professionals that are not necessarily involved in the day-to-day part of the business. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're overlooked, but they still uh, form a very valuable role. And, you know, so it's really important to have the right people in these positions. So that's a little bit about what I want to talk about and how to help to coordinate all of these people to a common goal that the business owner has. All right. So where do we start then with this? I mean, out of the, out of 15, where do you think the, uh, the most important people lie in this situation? Well, the way I look at it, I think there's, there's five that are critical that, that, that all business owners usually have. Um, and then there's another five that I think are overlooked that they really should consider. And then there's another five that kind of fill in, ancillary pieces, maybe on an as-needed basis for the business owner. So I thought, okay. Eric, what we could do is start with the first five that are that are critical. All right. Sounds good. So the first one is, of course, the CPA. And mm-hmm. um, that's, you know, usually for the business owner, that's one of the most vital people because, again, we all have to pay taxes. You know what did Ben Franklin say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only thing exactly. uh, for sure in uh, life is death and taxes. So, they're, uh, you know, they look at them as a very critical person. They also, in many times, they, they look at them as kind of their go-to person on financial matters. Mm-hmm. Now, what I found with CPAs is that they're usually in a long-term, it's usually a long-term relationship. It's somebody that they found and they typically keep for a long time. Yeah. Um, some of the problems I see is that the CPAs a lot of times tend to look at the short term or the immediate need. What's my tax liability going to be today or the next year? But are they looking 10, 15, 20 years down the road? Mm-hmm. So. What we do, because again, these are long-term relationships, we typically work with the business owner's CPA because again, there is that relationship that's built. Um, now, if again, if they're not either happy or they don't have one, we can refer them to people that we've vetted. But for the most part, we're typically working with the CPAs that the business owner has. Yeah. And I think that's incredibly important. That's something that you and I've talked about before is that you're not, your goal is not to replace the people that 
uh, a business owner already has in their life. You're you're trying just to get everybody working together and on the same page so it runs more as, as like a fluid machine. And uh, I think that that's a great approach because no business owner wants to be told, hey, your accountant's not good enough. <laughs> you know, <That's- laughs> this is, it's probably something they have a pretty good relationship with and they've done great so far. So why can't you work with them? Uh, but by by coming from that standpoint saying, hey, look, if, if you're if you're satisfied and they're doing a great job and obviously with us all working together, we'll know for sure if they're doing everything that they need to. If there's some things that we could point them, you know, hey, this is something else maybe you should consider because we're doing this on this other side. I think that that coordinated effort really will help that their current CPA be even better. That's exactly right. And I think, you know, again, like I said, most of the time they're kind of looking at the either the current situation, current tax year, future, uh, maybe the next tax year, but they're not Mm -hmm. looking long term. And if they if we can develop a relationship where we all look together as a team, we can't help. So like in a lot of cases, I may come up with a strategy, but I want to go to the CPA because I want to know what he feels are the tax ramifications of mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. we come together, start working as a team, and I think it becomes much more productive for the business owner. Yeah, absolutely. The second person is the attorney. And uh, there's a number of areas where business owners have to apply attorneys, you know, again, in their business structure, when they're forming either their company, the corporation, however they're doing that, uh, when they run into business legal matters, whether that's uh, workman's comp situations, um, different types of liability uh, problems that they might uh, come across. And then the third one is on a personal level from as estate planning. Now, one of the issues that uh, and we see in this current environment is in this age of specialization, mm. a lot of a lot of professionals, and especially with attorneys, tend to focus on a, a certain specialty, which is a good thing because we want to have experts in those areas. But again, is is the effort being coordinated on all aspects? Does the estate planning attorney understand the structure, the business structure? Does mm-hmm. um, you know the attorney that's developing the business structure understand the liabilities that the business owner may face. So again, it comes down to having a coordinated effort. And that's where we can step in again as that financial point person to help make sure everybody's communicating and on the same page. And because we work intimately with the business owner, we understand what they're trying to accomplish, their needs, their challenges, their fears. And so again, we can help to guide the discussion in that direction so that the business owner accomplishes what they want to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're filling in the pieces of the puzzle that are missing for most of these professionals because they just don't have those open conversations. And so exactly. having you there to do that, I mean, that's that's the, the, the true benefit. True. That's you, you hit the nail on the head there. All right. So who's the next professional? Well, the next one is is your insurance specialist, and that would be your your PNC guy, your um, uh, liability insurance, uh, errors mm-hmm. and omissions, auto, personal, uh, disability. A lot of those guys they may specialize in one or two specific areas. There are a lot of what would I call general agencies that do have a broader scope and maybe have experts in a lot of those areas. But again, one of the issues that I, I found is that a lot of times they're the business, the insurance specialist is, is trying to sell a product and they may underinsure a client just 
to make a sale. And that's something you've got to be very careful with to make sure that they're, that the client is adequately protected. So I think, you know, again, having that second set of eyes, that person to help coordinate the efforts, you know, looking again, what is the tax liability? Where's the, you know, what is the business structure like? All of these things, you know, having that second set of eyes can help to coordinate the efforts, even with the insurance specialist. Mm -hmm, absolutely. The fourth area is the benefit specialist. Again, that's their, you know, group health, group life, the, the ones that understand, you know, put together the employee benefits programs, not only for the employees, but also for the business owner. You've got, you know, they, they have to understand the workforce demographic. Um, the other key thing is a question to ask is, are they captive? Are they limited to one or two plans that they can sell? Or do they have access to the whole breadth that they can find the best solution? So again, that's, I think, something that's really important for the business owners to ensure that they're getting the right benefits packages in place that will fit their employee demographic and also what they're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. so, so let me ask you this. When you're talking about a benefits specialist, for small business owners, what is that break point where they need to start looking at that? If, if their business is growing, let's say they're starting out as a small shop, they've got three or four employees total. Um, they may not be offering all that stuff up front. I would, I would assume, um, as a small business owner myself, I don't do that currently because, well, it's only right. me, you know, I'm a very, <laughs> well, <business>. exactly. <laughs> but, um, so when, when you talk to business owners that are looking to expand their, their company, when is that break point where you say, you know what, this is, this is time to start looking at this. I think it really depends on first off their cash flow and what mm -hmm. their goals are to grow. You know, again, most most business owners uh, like you and I, we're you know, it's really just us. Um, and and most business owners start that way. It might be just mm -hmm. the business owner or you know, husband and wife. Maybe some kids are involved. But as that business starts growing, they start taking on employees, and mm -hmm. there is going to be some point where they're going to have to look and say, "Does it make sense to pr start providing benefits to them to help to retain and acquire the exactly. right talent that they need?" That's really yep. the key thing. I don't know if there's a number mm -hmm. because again, if you're in uh, an industry that maybe just needs, you know, basic labor. Um, it might not be as critical, but if you need, if you're in an industry that is highly specialized, mm -hmm, like maybe mm -hmm. like a machine shop where you need somebody who can handle very, you know, uh, intricate jobs and that person's very specialized, you might need to put in some type of benefits package to be able to help to acquire and retain the right people with the right expertise. Yeah, Absolutely. I think, you know, again, there's no set number. It really just depends on the nature of the business, mm -hmm. what the growth is, how cash flow looks, and does it make sense to start implementing these programs? Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, fifth area is the financial advisor. They're usually the ones that, again, they're implementing financial strategies, whether it's uh, implementing a retirement plan for the business, maybe help to set additional reserves away for the business. Maybe even guiding the, you know, providing guidance to the family and employees on financial strategies. So again, that could be a critical role that, mm -hmm. um, but again, if it's not coordinated with the other professionals on this external team, there can be a disconnect. And yeah. I think it's really important to have, have somebody that's there that's kind of overseeing the you know overseeing the overall strategy to make sure that that business owner is accomplishing what they want to accomplish. 
All right. That makes perfect sense. All right, Matt, that was the first five. You said that was, you know, we have a couple different sections here, but those are the ones that, that most, uh, you know, that most business owners already have in place, or they've already looked at putting those folks in place. And now we're going to get into five more that are other team members that maybe aren't as thought of as much by business owners, correct? That's That's exactly right. That's exactly right. right. And again, I am taking this from my own experience in working with business owners and where I've seen deficiencies uh, in their team. Mm-hmm. So the first one, and it's a really critical one, and it's an HR specialist. Now, most small businesses do not have an HR department. Usually mm-hmm. it's the business owner. The one thing that we're seeing, especially in today's environment, is there's a lot more complexities now in the workplace that ne- necessitate expertise. Mm-hmm. Just to give you an example, one of my clients who owns a, uh, a collision shop uh, is now finding what there's a, there's a lot of new issues that are out there with the whole COVID-19. What do we do? He's in a, he's in a, um, what's considered an essential business. He's got to keep employees there and working Mm -hmm. yet. He has to also look out for their safety. And so we've actually hired on a HR specialist that is somebody that can get into the intricacies of human resources to help guide him. And I think that's one area where business owners typically miss. And there's a lot of outside organizations that provide just help as needed. You don't necessarily have to have this person on staff. You know, again, depending on your size, I think the bigger you get, you need to have an HR department. But on the smaller business end, again, we have access to a number of consultants that we can bring in to help guide that, um, that business owner on, you know, in their HR policies, putting together Mm -hmm. employee handbooks, all those type of things. Yeah, absolutely. I think the second one is, and this is going to sound a little funny and and the term's getting a bit overused and I don't think really people understand what it means, but it's a business coach. Mm -hmm. And what a business coach is, is really somebody that you have that you can go to, to kind of give you a second set of eyes on yeah. what you're doing, uh, what your strategies are, and be a sounding board to help you kind of work through um, a lot of those situations. And also that business coach can help you to be accountable to the goals that you have set for not only yourself, but for your business. I, I do this with all my business owner clients is really we set goals. And one of the things that I ask them is where are we on on these goals. And it's not mm-hmm. a fact, it's not to really beat them up about it, but it's again, to help them to be accountable to the things that they want to accomplish. They give you that second set of eyes, that sounding board. I hired a coach in my business about nine years ago, and it was this, it was the one thing that transformed my business because we tend to be, get locked into our own way of thinking. And when I hired mm-hmm. that business coach, he got me to expand my thinking and to think outside the box. But also when we talk, he's looking and say, okay, where do we stand on this? Where do we stand on that? Again, holding me accountable to the things that the, the, the goals and the um, objectives that I'd placed. And sometimes I'd say to him, I said, you know, yeah, I started doing this, but then as I looked at it, I, I wasn't either comfortable with it or uh, I thought I'd maybe go down this way, but it gives me somebody to kind of talk through the situation with. So let me ask you this. Are you still working with that business coach? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, yes, I am. I, he's a very valuable part of my team. Got it. Okay. And, and the reason I ask that is because as, as a business coach myself, I look at my job is to work in small increments a lot of times. Just like right. you were talking about the HR specialist or, or bringing somebody on for a short amount of time, 
I don't want to be in a relationship long-term unless I am that sounding board, right? Just like you're talking about. If it's something where we, we slow down the, the coaching aspect of our relationship and it's, it's more every so often, once you've started on your goals and you're down that path, I think that's perfect. So I think that business owners need to look at that, bringing in that second set of eyes for a very specific purpose to accomplish goals, to be able to say, okay, now you're off and running. Now we're going to, we're going to scale back just a little bit. And there's still that accountability piece. There's still somebody else that you can bounce some ideas off of. But I think a lot of times those, those coaching relationships start off pretty intense and you yes. start on a trajectory. And then, then once you kind of got your feet underneath, you're like, okay, I now know exactly where I need to be going. Then they're really there just as encouragement, accountability, and again, to bounce ideas off of. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'll have situations that maybe I'm not exactly sure how to handle it and I'll, mm-hmm. You know, I will pop him a message and we'll talk maybe even if it's just briefly to get his ideas on it. So again, I don't want to get locked into my own paradigm. He helps me to expand and to look at it from a much broader perspective. And maybe my way is is the right way. That could very well be. But Mm -hmm. to me, there's a comfort in being able to go to somebody else and saying, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think based off of your experience? Yeah, absolutely. No, that's fantastic. The third area, and this is actually an interesting one, and um, I had a situation with a client where this came up, but it was in sales and marketing training. Again, a lot of small businesses, they usually have some type of sales team that's going out there and selling. The problem is, is that most business owners are not looking for salespeople. They're basically get a body in and kind of say, all right, I need you to go sell this. And that person has never been fully trained Mm -hmm. to be able on how to sell. We had a situation like this with a uh, client who owned a um, trucking and trucking parts company. And he was complaining because his salesmen just weren't hitting the numbers that he wanted them to hit. And they were seeing sales as being stagnant. My, my background is in sales. I kind of went in and I was talking and I'm like, you know, this is getting a little deeper than what I want to get into. But I had a partner of mine who this is what he did with sales and marketing. And so we would get, we actually went in, we'd go in once a month and basically just provide sales training to the employees. And then he would also have calls set up usually about once a month with each one just to talk about their individual situations, their challenges, their mindset, those type of things. Mm-hmm. And I think most small business owners, again, because they don't they don't either have the staff or the knowledge on how to train their salespeople on actually how to sell and what are the features and benefits of their products, they're missing out on a lot of uh, incremental sales that they could have. So I think having somebody who can come in and help train your salespeople is, is vitally important. Yeah, absolutely. Most business owners that are successful to begin with are successful because they believe in what their their product is, their, their niche is, their services, whatever that is. And they're naturally charismatic. So they have built their company around themselves once they grow large enough where they have to replace themselves as the, the main salesperson, there's just an assumption there a lot of times that I can bring this person in and, and I'll tell them what we're doing here and and they'll be as excited as I am and they'll be able to do exactly what I did. Uh, and we'll That's just exactly. we'll have rapid growth. Uh, not so much, <laughs> you know, because you're the, <laughs> you're the one that started that business. You're the one that had the dream and the vision and that came through in every conversation that you had. And a sales team, a salesperson, they might not have that same passion, but they need to be trained on 
verbiage, on techniques, on all these different things that will help them be a better salesperson altogether. And I think a lot of business owners just just think that bringing in somebody, they're going to be able to duplicate themselves. And that's just not the case. That's exactly right. You know, it's interesting when uh, the uh, trucking company and, and parts company that I was telling you about, the owner was an he was an accountant by trade, but he kind of basically had a I, I'd seen him in action and he had some natural sales ability. Mm-hmm. The problem was was he knew what he wanted to accomplish, he knew what he wanted them to accomplish, yet it was not something that he could teach. Yeah. And so that's what was making him frustrated with the salespeople because he would go out and say, well, I can do this. Why can't you? Exactly. <laughs> but they've never yeah. been given the true training. Because they're not you. <laughs> you know, that's, that's right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The fourth one in, in, in this list is what I call the advanced business planning specialists. These are experts who can start looking at more advanced strategies depending on the business owner's uh, current situation. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, uh, one of my partners is a woman who does some very advanced strategies utilizing uh, life insurance and trusts to be able to create additional tax-deferred and tax-free income down the road for these business owners. So again, sometimes it's like you have the basic plan in place, like maybe let's say a 401k profit sharing, maybe you add a cash balance, but if you're, if that business owner has really good cash flow, they're going to need some advanced strategies. And so Mm -hmm. I have partners on my team that can help us to guide them with these advanced strategies to accomplish what they want. That's fantastic. Yeah, and then the the fifth one, and this is going to sound a little funny, but and some some people might go really, but it's a therapist or a counselor. Really? And, <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's my first reaction is really okay, interesting. I and I think this. that's what most people are going to think. But you know, it's amazing in my fifteen years of being out there, how much head trash people are dealing with in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it makes sense to just, you know, to have somebody that you can go to that's a trained professional. I mean, I talk to my clients about a lot of very deep and serious issues, but there does come to a point where I say, whoa, this is starting to get a little above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. And I have team members that are therapists that I say, you know, you should talk to this person. And every client that's done that has gotten benefit of it. I yeah. did it years ago. And it transformed my life because, again, I was able to work through issues that were underlying in my head, you know, from probably back in my childhood. Yeah. And again, by being able to work through that stuff, it helped me to re- regain a sense of vision, a sense of purpose, and just helped me to have a much more uh, positive life. Absolutely. And I agree 100%. And, and in my coaching, I often ran into that same blockade where it's, I'm a coach. I'm I'm not a counselor. Right. I'm not a therapist. And there's only so much I can do. There's only so much I feel comfortable doing because there are some underlying issues here, whether that be with self-esteem, whether that be with trust issues with other people, that can really put roadblocks in your business when you have those things that you just haven't worked through. And there's no shame in, in talking to somebody, especially a professional that can help you dissect, okay, where does this come from and how do we separate that out from who you are now to who you were then or what happened back then, whether it's childhood, teens, early 20s, doesn't matter. Um, I had one one client that was burned very badly by a business relationship, and mm-hmm. the, the the trust level was was just through the floor. There was no trust there for anybody else that they were bringing into their business, and that makes for a very toxic work environment. And they just oh. didn't understand that. Um, and so, being right. able to 
really move past that, they had to speak to somebody who could really work them through what it looks like to trust after being burned, you know, by, by a previous relationship like that. So I, I see a huge benefit. I think that's a great team member. Yes. And, and, and one of the things that I'm going to be doing here in the future is I have a number of team members that I'll be bringing on to, we'll be able to dive in more detail with each one of these nice. uh, through, an, through an interview. So absolutely. That's great. There's a couple other just and uh, what I call other team members. They may only be needed on a on a uh, as needed basis, mm-hmm. but I think they're important people to have. Uh, the first one is a college planner, somebody who can help uh, the client navigate the challenges of college planning for their kids or grandkids, whatever those situations may be. And I have uh, I have a friend of mine who's in uh, Colorado who's the premier college planning specialist. Helps the whole way from helping the kid to identify what their interests and talents are, look at majors, start doing the school selection process and which schools are the best for these fields and also are the most apt to provide financial aid. Just to give you a real uh, quick story, I mean, one of my clients who is a, uh, a high earning surgeon, their son was getting ready to go to college and and um, this was actually, we started about sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're not going to get any financial aid. Well, they were working with Beth for um, a sophomore, junior, and senior year. He's going off to college, and he's got a significant financial aid package because they followed Beth's process. So that's, I, I think that's wow. a critical thing, but again, on an as-needed basis. Yeah, great. So the second one is the what I, the elder care specialist, somebody who can provide guidance into you know we're in a sandwich generation. I mean, you Absolutely. and I have talked about this, Eric. You know, we have yep. we have we have young kids. I mean, you even have grandkids, but then you mm-hmm. got older parents too. That's right. And so, and a lot of them, like my my dad's got Parkinson's. My uh, mother in law has dementia. We, you know, these were serious issues and it, we, we came to a point where we had to start making some decisions, but luckily I had, um, Eileen, who's my elder care specialist who would come in. She interviewed my parents and my in-laws, got a gauge for the type of care that they were going to need, was able to then to go to the proper, the right homes that they needed. My parents were more independent living. My mother-in-law needed personal care. So Mm -hmm. she was able to identify that and get them into those places. So I think having somebody like that is is a critical thing because we're absolutely. all running into these issues more and more. Yeah, absolutely. So um, another one is a cross border specialist. Um, you know, as the world gets smaller, we're seeing you know uh, relationships uh, within families that are uh, that where people have dual citizenships. Uh, maybe they're expats where they've moved uh, to another country. There's mm-hmm. actually a lot of people are retiring to these retirement communities in Mexico or um, uh, you know Central America because mm-hmm. of the low cost of living. But it has its own intricacies as far as from an estate planning standpoint, from a tax standpoint. So we, I have a, um, a a woman in Bermuda who this is what she does, and I'm able to tap into her expertise to be able to That's guide great. clients that might be in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, my parents retired down to Costa Rica, and so they, they ran into all sorts of issues down there, and now they're back in the States, but they went down there basically because it was very low-cost living and obviously tropical and wonderful. Right. <laughs> but Exactly. But there was also issues that they had to deal with, so it, that would be great to have that expert on board. Yeah. Yeah, I, we find it to be very useful, and it's interesting how much more and more I'm running into these situations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
a federal employee specialist, if you have a maybe one of their family members doesn't want to be a part of the business, they join the federal government in some way. Maybe they're mm-hmm. part of the postal service, the military, whatever that may be. The federal benefits program is very complex. And I have on my team the top federal employee benefits planner in the country who we can come in and pull his expertise to help them to navigate through a lot of those issues. Yeah. All right. And then the final one is a business uh, business diversification specialist, somebody who can uh, go in. I have a um, friend of mine, Brett, uh, Brett Schrader. She works for a company called Franchise. And there's times when, and we talked about this earlier, where maybe a, a family member isn't interested in the business, but there might be some type of ancillary business that we can that they can uh, start and provide diversification to the business owner and provide a place for that family member to be able to achieve their goals. And oh. so that's what Britt does is she helps to look and analyze a person's situation, what they're looking for as far as another business and help to pair them up with franchises that might be um, a good diversification and also provide a home for people that don't have a, a family members that may not have an interest in that business. Got it. So this is just All kind right. of a selection. I mean, there's a there's a lot of other ones, and and thankfully over the last 15 years, I've developed a pretty extensive network. So when we run into certain problems, there's usually somebody I can call on to be able to help to bring in as part of the team, and I can help to coordinate that effort. Yeah, that's great. All right, Matt, this has been great. It's it's also kind of been like drinking from a fire hose <laughs> because <laughs> so much so much information. But I'm looking forward to you bringing on guests that you're going to be able to drill down and and really talk to some of these experts that you're you're speaking of today. Uh, we are running right. low on time, so what are your final thoughts for today? Well, basically, you know, I think the key thing is. When you hire us, you're you're not only getting us, but the team. And because mm-hmm. we know you, your business, and your vision, we can help you to coordinate all of these different experts to achieve what's important to you, and and also help help you to avoid the things that you pray don't happen. Mm-hmm. So you know, and like I said, I mean, I've a- I have access to experts in all of these areas plus others over this last 15 years of working with business owners. So what I'd recommend is contact us if you want to learn more about our team and how we can bring the rest of our team to you to help benefit you in your vision and in your business. Yeah, absolutely. The last thing any business owner wants to do is get stagnant, right? And that's where we, we kind of get stuck in the mud sometimes and, and we just don't know what direction to go, uh, whether that yep. means we need to bring in a, a coach or we need to bring in some sales training help or we need to bring in an HR specialist to talk to us about you know our employees, so on and so forth. Uh, right. There's just so many things that a business owner has to has to look at. It's nice to be able to go to one person and say, hey, look, this is what I'm facing you know, what, what have you gotten? And I know that's what you provide. So I encourage everybody yeah. to reach out. How do they get a hold of you if they do want to reach out and chat with you? Easiest way is you can go to my website, dfranvfo.com. Uh, up in the top right-hand corner, you'll see schedule an introductory call. You can click on that. You get right into my calendar. I, as always, I give everybody 30 minutes of my time to just discuss your situation. There's no obligation. There's no fee for that. And then we can see if we can help you or if there's some other next steps that we can take. And I always promise that even if I can't help you, I will point you in the right direction or at least get you moving in the right direction. So that's that's my value that I want to provide to, to the audience here. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, sir. It was great today, Matt. Appreciate it. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, the chance to uh, be able to uh, share this knowledge. Heck yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. And I want to thank you, the audience, for listening to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Matt comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share this podcast with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Your Business, Your Life podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment, legal, or tax advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or another qualified professional with any questions you may have regarding your business or personal planning. DeFrancesco Financial Concierge, LLC, doing business as DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, is a registered investment advisor. Registration with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training.